Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together. We'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today is the aura. But before we get started with that, uh, we have a gift for you. We'll talk more about that later, though, and we'll tell you how to get that gift, uh, but we have to give some credit to Alice Bailey, the founder of the Lucis Trust organization. Um, actually, Alice Bailey wrote uh, 24 volumes of literature, and the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show comes from the works of Alice Bailey, as does the following thought. It is through the right use of the aura that we stimulate others to renewed effort or slow them down to a less potent expression. What is the aura? And how does it come into the into existence? Well, I've been asking myself that as I prepare for this program. What is the aura? It's um it's something that every spiritual student um is familiar with in terms of just knowing the term and having a kind of a sense of what it is, but I think to really understand it is quite difficult. I think it's one of those concepts among the spiritual community that people claim to know long before they really do understand it. Um, it's said somewhere in the writings of Alice Bailey that a lot of people who think they see the aura of another person are not, in fact, seeing the aura. They're seeing a, a radiation of perhaps physical vitality or of emotional force, but not the true aura, which is the some total and the essence of the souls um, and the personalities vehicles expressed as a kind of a radiation or a sphere of light uh, and energy that emanates from the person. People with uh, a very high spiritual evolution are said to project or express or emanate a huge aura of energy emanating around them. Uh, people of lesser attainment have a small aura. Uh, 
as I said, very few people can really see the auras, although a lot of people, uh, I think, claim to see them. Very little has been uh, actually written about the aura. It's usually expressed in terms of color and light, and yet Alice Bailey said that the two words that most properly describe the aura in terms of spiritual understanding are quality and sphere of influence. And um, yes, that quality, I think, is given off by each person. Um, we've all had the experience, I think, of being in a room and, and, and someone walks in and immediately uh, everybody looks up and we're all um, uh, impressed by this person, probably because that person is giving off a very strong aura. But it might just be physical magnetism. It might be something like that, but it it could be the the uh, what this person is radiating that tends to draw the attention to everybody, and it affects the whole atmosphere in the room. I think sometimes. Uh, How would we know the difference between somebody like a rock star who gives off a physical magnetism, or a movie star, people who really have a presence, but it's not really the aura of the soul how would we know the difference well true there isn't um, there, there is a very subtle difference and I'm speaking more of a magnetic uh, radiation because every form every person gives off a certain amount of radiatory influence yikes and uh, <laughs> some of it is it's very dynamic oh. and others it's, it's rather calm and uh, others it's very irritating I think we've uh, maybe gotten onto an elevator and uh, stood next to somebody and <coughs> felt a certain mm. irritation or in the subway or on the bus and you have to sit down or in a crowd and suddenly you feel this kind of irritation because there is a great mixture of auras that's taking place there and uh, they're all of different rates of vibration and the, the it's inevitable that a certain amount of irritation be set up in some people. Uh, there's a definition of the aura given in the writings of Alice Bailey that I think is pretty thoughtful. She says it's the true and accurate expression of the extent of the soul's grip on the personality. The mm -hmm. true and accurate expression, or maybe I made this up myself. You know, I think I did. I'm so but surprised. It sounds good, and I wish yeah, you had me you. into it, and I want to hear it. So, uh, what true, is your perception? The then? <laughs> true and accurate expression of the extent of the soul's grip on the personality. In other words, you can't fake it. You can't pretend to be more spiritually evolved than you really are. If you can see someone's aura, you see their true spiritual status. There, the, you see the true degree to which the soul is able to express its quality because the soul is quality through that individual and that's why we, uh, we can pretend on the outer level to be something we're not really but in terms of the aura it's the real gauge of where we stand and I don't mean that to be such a frightening thought we are who we are and uh, we are becoming better with every day but uh, the aura is the accurate assessment of our present 
degree and, of soul contact. Right, and that's why the uh, aura, um, <clears throat> it says in, in that opening quote, though, that uh, um, you can, the effect of the renewed effort can slow them down or to a, mm. to a less potent expression, or it can uh, heighten them and stimulate them. Mm-hmm. So it depends on that soul quality and the dynamic nature of the soul quality, how much of it is present, or <clears throat> that will uh, determine how stimulating you can be. I think that's also perhaps one way by which we can tell the difference between a, a real magnetic personality like many famous people have a real magnetism that's one reason they achieve fame they have a personal magnetism and that's not necessarily bad movie stars and uh, celebrities and so on have that personal degree of integration um, and drive and vigor a kind of a life force that makes them personally magnetic but the the aura which is the expression of the soul is felt as a stimulation that doesn't necessarily draw attention to the person whose aura is expressing, but which has an effect on others. In the Bible, it says that um, Jesus healed by his very presence. Um, what was that that comment from the Bible that uh, somebody, was it Thomas or somebody walking by? No, Peter. The shadow of Peter passing by healed the Bible says. That's the aura expressing the energy of the soul. Like our opening thought says, um, it, the aura stimulates others to renewed effort or it slows them down to a less potent expression. It's the effect on others, not drawing attention to oneself. I think that reminds me of the, um, I think it was St. Francis of Assisi that told his monks to uh, to, right. to serve by simply walking down to the to the middle of the town, and right. that's all you have to do. And just the very presence of their aura would be uh, a healing force, mm-hmm. or their their very beingness would radiate this uh, presence, and people would be affected by it. And we're told that that's the best way we can aid people by using what we are using what we are, which must express itself through the medium of the aura. That's hard to understand, but it seems to say that we have to be our authentic selves to be able to really help others. And when two selves meet on that level of authenticity without any barriers or um, walls up, then real communication and a real sharing of energy can occur. This is something that we we bring with us. Uh, it's, it's I think we we mentioned in a previous show on the emotional body that uh, the aura is is something that we develop over lifetimes of right. experience, and uh, we bring into each life the quality that we have built up over lifetimes after lifetime, and uh, the 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 degree of soul. Um, contact and uh, soul presence is very much a determining factor in how uh, uh, how much this aura will uh, reach out to others in a particular life. It grows, it expands with development. Um, I suppose if 
one kept the historic record of our evolution, we would see our spiritual growth in terms of the expansion and the increasing clarity of our aura. Um, we would think it might be registered in terms of consciousness or in terms of skill or attainment or achievement, but it's much more subtle than that. It's um, an energy radiation that um, those on the inner side watch and gauge that expresses our real growth. It's so much subtler than we realize. We tend to concretize everything, don't we? But um, this reminds us that um, growth is really about the ability to convey and um, transmit energy. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today is the aura. And we have a gift for you today. We mentioned it a little earlier. And uh, uh, actually, it's a uh, it's an article from uh, the Beacon. And the title of the article is uh, Some Thoughts on Aura. And uh, uh, the phone number for that, if you want to give, give us a call, we'll send out the, uh, uh, the article to you, free of charge, of course. At, uh, just call us at 1-866-695-8255. Eight two four seven. But before we go on, maybe uh, Sarah, I mentioned the beacon, and it's not. Uh, I'm sure people are saying, "Well, what's the beacon?" So you tell us what what the beacon is. It's a magazine that's published by the Lucis Publishing Company, six times a year, bi-monthly, in other words, and uh, it's been in publication since about 1921. Oh boy! Wow. So it's had a long uh, term of existence, and it's. Um, compiled of um, articles written by various individuals uh, who have studied the ageless wisdom and have written on matters of interest to them. All of the writers for the Beacon contribute their articles, which are then um, compiled into issues which sometimes are on a particular theme, not always, but they all have to do with the uh, depiction of the divine plan for our world and the role of humanity in that plan, um, they try to remain relevant to today's world and today's needs, but they're also um, quite esoteric in content. One might not understand everything in the magazine, but uh, reading through it, uh, just about everyone could gain something. And um, if people would like to request a complimentary, uh, well, I shouldn't say complimentary, a sample issue, uh, those are available for $3 from the Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, 10005. Okay, so now that we understand what the beacon is, uh, once again, uh, well, certainly uh, that'll be your gift today. Um, the title of the article, Some Thoughts on Aura, which, uh, which is really our topic for today's, today's show. So give us a call at 1-866-695-8247. Uh, to order the gift, the gift is um, an article from the Beacon, uh, Some Thoughts on Aura. Ask for Some Thoughts on Aura. And if you want the easy way to remember that phone number, give us a call at one 866 ny Lucis, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Um, our website is www.lucistrust.org. And also, uh, we need your help, and we need it uh, 
very badly at times because these shows are rather expensive. We uh, uh, we're proud to be on this station, but it costs money. I guess many good things do. So if you uh, like the show, as many of you have expressed, uh, sometimes we get phone calls to the effect that we're uh, talking about the right values, and uh, and we're, we're glad you we're glad you do like it. But it does take money to keep this show on the air, and we really value your support. We appreciate the support that. Uh, listeners have given us in the past making it possible impossible for us to remain on the air so if you'd like to help us out um, uh, small donations large donations we appreciate them all they uh, all together they they help us uh, remain on the air donations can be sent to lucis trust l-u-c-l-u-c-i-s lucis trust 120 wall street new york new york 10005 that's once again that's lucis trust 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And uh, we're talking about the aura today. And uh, speaking of aura, have you noticed what is the effect which your own aura is making upon your environment? And and how can you improve that effect? I'd like to, because um, you're saying that we give things off. And sometimes, according to the quote from Alice Bailey, uh, I guess by the... Uh, and by the right aura, we can stimulate others to renewed effort, or we can have a, a negative effect on people, too. So um, uh, can you answer that question? Well, it's um, a bit um, intimidating to think about our effect on others, but if we observe the reaction of others to what we are saying or the state we're in, we can probably gauge to some extent uh, the quality high or low of our present aura. Uh, we emanate a field of energy and force from ourselves, even if we're not saying or doing anything. We can emanate this quality just by being present in a gathering. And we all can think of people who lift up the gathering of a group of people just because their presence is so benign and so... Um, spiritually serene and we can think of others whose personal anguish and unhappiness is such that it lowers the quality of everyone but it's not just their emotional state it's the mind the presence of the soul all of this is expressed through the aura um, it's it's a quality that Foster Bailey the husband of Alice Bailey touched on when he said that we look out at the world through the front half of our own aura, which I love, what he was saying was we see the world through our own emanation, through our own um, uh, basic makeup. We might think we're observing reality, but we're interpreting it through the field or the fog of our own uh, energy emanation. That colors our worldview right there. Yeah, it's like a big filter that, was, yeah. that surrounds us. And uh, the filter can be uh, clogged with dirt, mm -hmm. or it can be clean and pure. and Or it uh, can have rose-colored glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, the, those That's are filters, too. Yeah, so right. they filter your eyes. And they, yeah. So it, it's, it's like that, and we tend to... And as I said, I think, in another program, that the aura is is distorted by the the emotional nature and uh, because the the emotional nature is tends to uh, 
distort everything that comes through it in this field, uh, was the emotional field that surrounds us. And uh, but what you were saying about the how can we change? Uh, I think it it's a matter here again of of bringing through, allowing through that soul quality, those higher, more refined qualities of energies of the soul uh, to substitute like the love of the soul for the lower expressions of uh, desire mm-hmm. of the, that's in the uh, emotional nature. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's constantly working at substituting the soul and letting those soul energies, the soul qualities of light and love uh, to shine through your or yourself, your aura, into the world around you. And it's, so it's, it's substitution, the, the greater for the lesser. In fact, the aura is said to be available to every one of us as a source of um, spiritual supply. And um, I think that really is true. If we think of um, the... If we think of our presence as um, beneath a kind of a cup or chalice of inpouring energy, that that stands above us, that that's the soul pouring its energy into our our personal mechanism, we can draw on this reservoir of soul energy, which is um, um, the sum total of the aura, for whatever service we are trying to render. If we don't set too many conditions on it or too many specifications or demands, but simply open ourselves to this reservoir of inpouring energy, the aura is a um, a reservoir of supply that's available to us, and we can train ourselves, especially in moments of emptiness and uh, need, the need of others that we want to meet but we feel empty and unable to meet it that supply can bring through love and light right and it's also the focus because energy follows thought and if our focus is thoughts are outward then that's where the energy is going to radiate in that direction Mm -hmm. outwardly and uh that that's when the, the healing power of the aura is at its greatest uh, benefit. When uh, the, you can let go of your focus on your own little self and uh, direct your thoughts and your the qualities of those soul qualities outward towards others, toward their needs. That seems to go against so much of modern society, though, doesn't mm-hmm. it? To sacrifice to put others before yourself to give to others rather than being concerned with your own needs there's so much in the world today that says you should look out for number one and that if you give too much you become empty and you've got to replenish yourself when in fact spiritually we're always replenishing our spiritual supply when we serve um, unquestioningly and uh, wholeheartedly, there's always more available to give. It's not like a gas tank that empties out and you have to go and fill it up again by taking rest and recuperation in the Bahamas. 
No, but rest and re recuperation can help. <laughs> can help the aura, but it's uh, it's interesting to 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 hear you speak, Dal, about how we can uh, change our uh, our aura. That is what we're giving off to other people just by changing our thoughts, and it mm. makes sense, really, because uh, the outer world really is reflecting the inner world. Mm -hmm. Yes, if our thoughts are pure and mm -hmm. uh, not uh, selfish thoughts. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if the thoughts are genuine and for uh, concerned with the needs of others, then we are reflecting soul qualities because that's the quality of the soul is service and selfless service. And uh, if that is the what we're giving off, the kind of imp the what we're emanating from us, then uh, that is a, an open channel for the soul energies to pour right through into other consciousness. Mm. Did you read that article in the uh, paper this week about toxic bosses? I thought that that really related to what we're talking about today, that, that there was a study done, uh, and the outcome of the study was that there are bosses that actually are responsible for the ill health of their employees, not so much by what they say, but what they're giving off. You know. <laughs> yes, and there are also toxic employees that drain the life out of an organization and yeah, group by too, their yeah. inability to really contribute yeah. and give their full uh, measure to the larger effort. It goes both ways. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But you're right. There are people who are just kind of toxic, but they're human too. They, they, they're in a particular state where they need some kind of charge of spiritual vitality that will redeem them. I mean, we're all redeemable. I don't know exactly what it takes other than experience, repeated experience, to learn to live on a higher level. But our essential gauge ultimately is the degree of light that we express. That's really what is read in our aura. It's said that the, the great ones on the inner side, the masters, judge us by the degree of light we emanate. They don't look at our faults. They don't look at our errors, our shortcomings our mistakes, they just look for our light. And the more brightly that shines through our aura, the more they can assess our quality and our availability for service to the plan. But they don't preoccupy themselves with saying, tisk tisk, she's still too critical, we have to send her back to uh, East Podunk for further suffering. They don't work that way. They just wait for the light to grow. That's uh, that's how they judge, yeah, and it's um, it's it's a more accurate way of looking because they don't look at the personality life. They're not so concerned with the personality life. They're concerned with the soul life. They work with the soul uh, aspect, and uh, if that is shining through, then that that's a beacon that they can uh, work with. And I wonder. Also, whether we can't um, help improve our aura, our emanation, by being more selective and discerning in the qualities of um, our daily preoccupations. In other words, if we subject ourselves to really low-level music, entertainment, thoughts, discussions, uh, experiences, we can't undergo those without having some of that color our aura. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And it also reminds me, I was uh, thinking about what you were talking about, about people and their effect on other people. And I remember reading something about Mahatma Gandhi one time, and 
it really underscores with with uh, what both you and Dale are saying. Uh, that he would, if you were in the room with him, it was almost like taking a sedative. People would feel very peaceful after a while, and uh, that's certainly a, a wonderful effect to uh, to have on people. Absolutely. Well, that, that's that's there again. Is like I said in the beginning. Uh, um, we are. Um, someone walks into the room, or you're in a room with a person like that. If your own <coughs> aura feels that effect. But it isn't something that you can um, stage or create. It's it's really an assessment of who we really are. Mm-hmm. It can't be effected, and it can't be faked. So it's not a matter of just smiling peacefully and benignly at people. Yeah. It's it's much deeper mm-hmm. than that. So you can't suddenly say to yourself, I'm going to affect people yeah. this way. It has to be yeah. a process of, I guess, the, uh, the spirit's evolution in reaching that exactly. point. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, we have, uh, once again, we have a gift for you, and the uh, title of the gift just asked for it is um, Some Thoughts on Aura. It's an article from uh, The Beacon. Uh, once again, the title Some Thoughts on Aura. And uh, all you have to do is give us a call on our toll-free number, ask for it, and we'll be happy to send it out. one 695 That's one 695 8247 or 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of New York LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.